Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show is brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Great selection of beer, imports, domestics, microbrews. Oh, maybe you're not in the mood for beer. Maybe you like a wine cooler, water, soft drinks. They also have plenty of snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and out every day. The pickle bar is second to none. Love the barrels, love the dills. Stock up for your tailgate tonight. Go to Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Red Sox last night got their magic number down to one, not because of what they did. They got blown out 12 to 2 last night, but because the Rays beat the Yankees. Andy Freed with a call on WDAE, the Tampa Bay Rays radio network. There's a swing and a drive to center by Ramos. Back at it goes Ellsbury. To the wall. It is gone. Into Monument Park. Wilson Ramos with a two-run home run, and with one swing of the bat here in the fifth inning, he's given the Rays the lead. And the Rays did win it last night, beating the Yankees, which helped out the Red Sox to try and get to the division title. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Yankees are playing the Blue Jays this afternoon. They were they played a lot of afternoon games lately. Have you noticed that the Yankees played a lot of afternoon games lately? Yes, they have. Yeah. Uh, and they won today, four nothing, four nothing over Toronto. And Russell Westbrook has signed a five-year, two hundred five million dollar contract extension with Oklahoma City. And apparently, according to Twitter, this is on. It's on Kevin Durant's birthday. That's unbelievable. I, I wonder if he timed that out. Um, who knows? Uh, it, all these petty feuds in the NBA, uh, I could absolutely care less about. I could care less if it's Kevin Durant's birthday and that he signs a contract on his birthday. It doesn't really matter. No, those are my keys. <laughs> uh, but uh, so are you? Yeah. So that's the uh, Yankees uh, winning today, four nothing. And again, they played a lot of afternoon games lately. I've been really surprised by the number of afternoon games they played at Yankee Stadium. Uh, the uh, looks like David Paget's going to be the guy that's going to be acting as the interim basketball coach at uh, at Louisville. Uh, so that's what the latest move there. Schools implicated so far include Louisville, Auburn, Arizona. Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State, by the way, is in the tournament with Penn State at the Barkley Center, uh, Alabama, and Miami. So far, those are the six schools that have some implication in this so far as it continues to grow. But the key is going to be, what did they do to make the rest of them talk? And that's just with Adidas. Yeah, and now and they've also subpoenaed uh, files from Nike. Now, nothing yet on, on Under Armour. Those are the three primaries to this point. I think you're going to. I think what as this plays out, you're going to find some potential one and dones not playing ball this year. Maybe overseas, but not collegiately. 
and we'll see what it does with coaches across the board. Uh, we'll find out how it plays out. Now, it's do you been- see? I mean, you see a lot of it. Do you see the head coaches using their assistant coaches to do their dirty work? Well, assistant coaches have to recruit. Okay, assistant coaches have to recruit. Mm-hmm. So they've got to be. There's only so much contact the head coach is allowed in recruiting. I think they're allowed one in-home visit. Okay, I'll put it to you. Do you believe the Patino thing with the uh, escorts that he knew absolutely nothing? He had no idea. Oh, my God, how could that possibly happen? Do I think it's possible? Hmm. I do. I think he knew everything. Uh, See, I think it's possible he didn't know anything on that. Now, this is a little different, especially when he's named as Coach 2 in in the document, all right? And He's they, mad he wasn't Coach One. <laughs> uh, but something like that, you're, you're not involved in that part of recruiting. You're not involved in that as the head coach. See, I, I see a pattern here. And well, you no, know I, how I feel I, about Calipari, right, and you know how I pattern. feel about Patino. Look what they did on a professional level. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That... Do they have a manipulative way about them that they can manipulate younger people, but the older people won't give them the time of day? They both failed miserably as professional coaches, yet they're God's gift to the world in college. Why? I'm asking, you have a lot of contact with it. Why are they so good on a college level and so miserable on a professional level? It It all depends on personnel. I mean, you know, what did you inherit when he was at the Knicks? What did he inherit when Calipari was with the Nets? What did he inherit? It's all it's all dependent on personnel, mm-hmm. uh, and great personnel is going to make any coach look great at any time. Yeah. So, you, so now you look at collegially, but look at the Celtics, and they stuck with the guy. And now look at the Celtics. Brad, he helped yeah. build the team. They didn't give Patino a chance. They well, they yeah. ran him out of town because they couldn't stand him. But the so the Celtics did. Yeah. yeah. Now the Knicks didn't. Hmm. He was the head coach of the Knicks. I was more. I actually did kind of buy. It. The odd thing is, Patino's first game as the coach of the Celtics was here. Really? Yeah. They played an exhibition game in the Jordan Center. Oh wow. Uh, but the Celtic the Celtics deal where he had complete control. He made a major, major tactical mistake when he essentially X'd out Red Auerbach. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm saying, I'm, you know, at that point, Patino should be making decisions for right. him. But you don't X out no. uh, Red Auerbach along the way because it sends a bad message to the rest of the organization. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're respecting somebody who got you there, now everybody kind of has a feel like, hey, hey, like he gets it. You know, if he yeah. thinks we had to do this and this. And what really hurt him with the Celtics above all is he was really counting on winning the lottery and drafting Tim Duncan yeah. and never got him. So he ended up with a third overall pick, and he made a heck of a pick. He picked Chauncey Billups mm-hmm. and didn't stick with him. Yeah. Billups went on and had really a fine career with Denver and especially with Detroit. I mean, Billups had a really good career. A very good career. And yeah. Patino was not patient enough to st- stick yeah. with him. Then right. he picked, I think, Ron Mercer and Antoine Walker, those guys. All right, fine. It, it's just, it did, you know, he made a lot of moves, and it just seemed to me like he made a series of moves where it's based on panic. Pros are a little bit different. 
than coaching the college game. College game, you're recruiting, there's turnover, things like that. The pros, for example, now the game, now the pros are completely changed. You now need multiples of three, if not four. Mm-hmm. You need to have LeBron James. You need to have Kevin Love. You need to have Kyrie Irving. You need three right. superstars. Right. Yeah. Just, just, to, just to get to right. where you want to go. Yeah. Now, Golden State got a fourth. Well, the NBA's got a big problem with Golden right. State. Right. <laughs> now, and the odd thing about Golden State is, hey, look, they were patient. Mm-hmm. They were not good when Steph Curry and Clay Thompson yeah. started playing together. So they get Curry, who's like the seventh overall pick. They get Clay Thompson, who's the eleventh overall pick. Yeah. They get Draymond Green in the second round. Oh, they were all players who could have gone either way. Right. They could have been great, right. or they could have been bust. Second round, you know. So now, LeBron James was a guarantee. LeBron yeah. James, the first overall yeah. pick. Kyrie Irving's the first overall mm-hmm. pick, and Kevin Love was a top five pick yeah. by the T Wolves. Uh, so now you see that Irving goes with Gordon Hayward over to Boston. Mm-hmm changes the balance the Cavaliers go old and they bring Dwayne Wade in that's no and that's that's it that's not going to work but that league is based on multiples of three you cannot compete to get yourself in any semblance of uh Sniffing a championship unless you get three superstars. I think losing Kelly Irving kills Cleveland. Oh, I think it hurts them tremendously. Yeah, That's the young legs yeah. and scoring ability that you need on an older team. Mm-hmm. You look at I mean, San Antonio, five championships, four of the five with Tim Duncan, Mono Ginobili, Tony Parker, three stars. Now, the last one, oh, you added in Kawhi Leonard. Ooh, pretty good ball player. Look at the Celtics championship. Kevin yeah, yeah. Uh, Garnett. Um, Garnett, uh, Ray Allen, and uh, Paul Pierce. Yeah. Again, multiples of three. That's what you essentially, except for Detroit in 2004, the Pistons, when Rip Hamilton was probably their best player. Yeah. And they had Chauncey Billups. No real star on that team. No stars. Uh, and I, you know, th- and that's where that league is built. It is. Uh, interesting. Are there three stars out there? No. No. And, and that's the problem. Who's going to be Golden State in the next three years? Nobody. No one. And le- unless, obviously, what happens happened like it did for a period of time last year when Durant got hurt. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're... Okay. Uh, but it's it's very interesting straight up golden state wins the next 3 years right if yeah. if they don't have any injuries yeah. they're in a point where the league is not competitive mm-hmm. okay uh you've got that now the NFL the NFL for the most part is really balanced very right good now. parody yeah, it's par- kind of fun except the way they act but. right uh, <laughs> for example i had paul Pozlesny on the show yesterday mm-hmm. of the jacksonville jaguars and boy he's good and Paul was saying he's like they have a chance to be three and one by beating the Jets this weekend. I had to work Sunday, and I had that game on from London. Oh my God, it was just it was a bloodbath. Yeah, they destroyed the Ravens. The Ravens were never in the game ever, not even a heartbeat. The touchdown they scored was just you know at the end of the game. It was. 30, I think 38 to nothing in the third quarter. Well, remember, they did the same thing in Tennessee. Yeah. And then they fell on their face, what, against Houston? Yeah, against yeah. Houston. Yeah. No, actually, no, they, they, they beat the clobbered Houston to start. 
It was, I think, yes. then they yes. lost the second game. Yeah, they, I got it right here. Yeah, you got it there. Um, they lost, but they beat Houston, and they they ran them out. As a matter of fact, they so, lost to Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee beat them. Yeah. Okay, and so they're two and one. Well, they have a chance for the first time in years to be three and one. And, and they're legit. And Paul and Paul was saying, he said, "Look, he said, there's a different kind of optimism there than what they had before." It's a very balanced offense. They can run and throw, and the defense is good. Well, it's helped that Bortles is playing better for them now. Mm-hmm. They needed that. Now losing Allen Robinson for the year that hurts. That, that hurts a lot. But a good team has yeah. to be able to overcome that. You know. So now you got Westbrook, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony on one team. Westbrook signs the two hundred five million dollar extension today. Uh you got Houston, of course, Chris Paul and James Harden together. Now see again, it's interesting with the stars in this league. You know, we're talking about now let's bring it back to the college basketball story, the one and done, the one and done, the one and done. All right, you look at Minnesota for example. Minnesota has Carl Anthony Towns, one and done. Andrew Wiggins, one and done. And then they added in um, from Chicago, Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler's not a one and done. No. All right? It wasn't. James Harden played all four years at Arizona State. Yeah. I voted for, I voted him first team All American on the Wooden Award his senior year. Um, Chris Paul played at least two, I think three years at Wake Forest. Tim Duncan played four years, all four years. Um, Durant's a one and done. Curry played three years. Thompson played three years. Draymond Green played at least three, if not four years, at Michigan State. I mean, it's really a mismatch in the league. I think Gordon Hayward played three years. Mm-hmm. Kyrie played one. He was a one and done. So not all the one and done. Just a one and done does not mean you're on the path. How about the two guys in New Orleans? Anthony Davis a one and done, and yeah. uh, so is Boogie Cousins. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both one and done. Yeah. Tim Frazier. Thinks the world of Anthony Davis. Nah. He says Cousins is an interesting guy. If the Celtics got Anthony Davis, they could challenge. Oh yeah, well, mm. well, I think they've swung it now just by what they've done. Oh, they got a great coach. They're a good team. They're still no. He now he is a there is a legitimate difference making coach in the league. He yeah. is a really Brad Stevens a really good yeah, coach. He's very good. So David Padgett's going to be the interim head coach at Louisville. Uh, we mentioned the schools that so far have been implicated in this, or at least are being looked into. Yeah, this is uh, the depth. The NCAA could never handle this. They could never handle this because they don't have the staff to do it. They don't have the personnel to do it. The FBI, of course, stunningly does. And... If I were to pull those 10 people into a room and ask them, did you think you were doing anything illegal? Or did you think you were just breaking the rules? I would put money right here on the table and say, each one, well, we thought we were just breaking the rules. I don't think any of them thought they were doing anything illegal. I don't think any of them will do time, but they'll lose their jobs. I don't know about that. Well, you're talking about bribery, yeah. fraud. I mean, they they invented a purchase order to yeah. get one hundred thousand dollars into the hands of a family. They invented a purchase order uh-huh. to do four twenty five thousand dollar transfers. Okay, 
That's a little squirrely. How about the family? The family had to know something was going on. Well, and this is what I've said the entire time about this. And I've said this for years. Do not ever. Oh, the poor family. Hmm. Don't be naive. Uh, Okay, be skeptical. Because everybody, from coaches to players to families, this is not something new. This has come up for years and years and years that you don't take money. You don't take money. You don't take money. You don't take money. They know that taking money's wrong to do in terms of the, the rules. See, people have a problem with the NCAA uh, and uh, and Penn State's out here. Um I heard I forgot I think it was Mike uh on Mike and Mike in the morning brought up a really good fact that you know professional players could never play in the Olympics. Never, ever, 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 ever until we lost a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Now we have the dream team. The next year, <laughs> we're not going to lose in the NCAA. I had no problem with that. Right. They, they pulled away because we have to win. It's right. like they pick their fight and they pick what they want. And I don't know. But I know one thing. In my lifetime, anytime there's big money involved with something, there's corruption involved with right. it. Right. So. Oh, yeah. No. And, okay. Uh, it, it certainly does. And there's a lot of it. On the surface with this, this is a bad story that is just it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. This is There's nothing about this story that is going to get better. See, see I understand the family side where... Oh, they, they want money. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, and, I'll, let me give you an example about, about money. For example, let's just take... Let's do legal. Legal money. Mm-hmm. Legalized money. Uh, you get cost of attendance now. And you also are eligible for Pell Grants. Okay. And both are legal. I've talked to several players over the years who have told me that, for example, when they get their Pell Grant money, do you know what they do with it? Send it home because their families need it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, so, I mean, there is always that issue. It's the, the point that gets brought up a lot is how much how much money is Barkley worth to Penn State? Yeah, but, I, I, and I understand Penn State's on a bigger level. My point is superstars make big money for schools. And okay. and the argument is should they be compensated for the amount of money that they bring into that school? But if you do that but he can't go anywhere unless somebody blocks for him. You can't go anywhere. Well, I know. So I, now, Barkley was a bad, bad no, no, example. No, 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 no. But, but I'm saying, like, it's always brought up with the superstar. Baker Mayfield. Hmm. What does he bring to Oklahoma? Well, for goodness sakes, you know, this is an 11-man game with a defense. It's not so much in football, but basketball, basketball is a star-laden sport. You'd, I mean, get, you'd have to pay all 98 scholarship athletes, 85 football 13 basketball, mm-hmm. you're then going to get a Title IX complaint, yeah. which means now you have to pay women's athletes. I'm just saying and this now, is the family's yeah. argument, right, that no, you're making right. a lot of money off my kid. Right, and, and yeah, and what, because everybody got lucky? <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and so, and then along the way, guess what? If you pay athletes, because you'd have to pay football, basketball, because those are the two money-making sports. Right Now the next part is you'll get a Title IX complaint. Justifiably, the Title IX has been the law of the land for since mm-hmm. the early 70s, 72, 73. So now you got to pay female athletes. 
there's only so much money in the pool. The next thing is, how many sports do you want to drop now? For all you people, like, there's so many people in our listening area that love wrestling, love it. I can tell you right now, at a lot of these schools, wrestling would go bye-bye. Hmm. Remember, the SEC doesn't have wrestling at all except for Missouri. And they're wrestling in the back. So there are a lot of conferences that already don't have wrestling. That would be a casualty. Several other sports would be. You'd, you'd see schools dropping sports left and right if they had to pay athletes. And how do you pay them? Is there a bidding war? Mm. Do I now have a bidding war for the 12th guy on my basketball roster? He's my 12th guy. Now we have a bidding war? Mm. Hey, now you're talking about the Wild West. Socialism in sports works. The reason that you have the system set up the way it is is not so you have great football and great basketball. The system is set up so you can have 28 other sports and men and women in 28 other sports whose books are not going to balance. I mean, every, I mean, one of the great misnomers in this state is that Penn State wrestling makes money, and that is so far from the truth. They are in the red even though they sell out every match in Rec Hall. They sell out every match in Rec Hall because, first of all, they're priced it smart, and they're, you know, and they're not trying to do something stupid like UConn women's basketball did by pricing themselves out of the market. Right? But they still lose money. So how do, you, how do you make sure that they're okay? You balance the books by siphoning off money from the sports that do make money. It works out. You've got 9.9 wrestling scholarships, which is the limit, so you've got a lot of people benefiting from that. Fans love it because they have wrestling and they can't wait to go to Rec Hall to see the best wrestling team in the world. And you're allowed to have the sport. If now you're paying all these other athletes, you now have to make some serious decisions. Who gets cut? Because you can't afford all 31 sports mm -hmm. at Penn State. You can't yeah. if, you're, if you're paying people. I think the arguments with the family, they sit back and they look and they watch the commercials, they watch and the advertising, and it's all about, you know, Penn State's playing Iowa. They advertise it all week. Boom, boom, boom. It's right. big, big, big time money. And the NCAA's all a part of it. CBS is all a part of it, or whoever's brought ABC. They're all making a lot of money on what these kids are doing. And and granted, nobody's got the kid in the headlock making them do it. He can right. walk away anytime he wants right. to. But I'm just playing devil's advocate. You can see the other side's point. They're like, man, you're making a fortune off these kids. And that's part of the reason you want them to go to your college, is you see dollar signs. Well, uh, and if they say, no, that's not true, I will go back to what I said before. Where there's big money involved, there's corruption involved. Yeah. Money talks. So, yeah. Well, um, I found a dollar. I'm so happy. Perfect time to take a break. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with our Pick'em segment coming up. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. 
wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. We roast our peanuts fresh and hot every day. Pickle bar is second to none. Love the barrels and the dills. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf on News Radio 1070. WKOK, your home for Shikolemi Braves football and the Nittany Lions of Penn State. All right, we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Look, stock up for the tailgate. Stock up now, people. Follow me. Follow me to stocking up. Well, maybe you like wine coolers, water, or soft drinks. You have to have snacks for your tailgate. You need them. And, of course, you also need peanuts, and your pickle bar is second to none. Pickles are the best. They are the best at Brewer's Outlet. Love the dills, love the barrels, all at Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. All right, so Matt... Yes, sir. I believe we're supposed to have Sean with us. He is here and ready to rock and roll. Hey, boys. Hello, Sean. Hello, hello. hello. Uh, first of all, let's get to the – I mean, I really could care. I, if I go 0 for 6 this week, <laughs> uh, I won't really care. I hope We hope Deb's doing all right. Oh, thanks, so. guys. Appreciate that. We'll get everything there squared away next week. It's like, you know, going into the garage. Sometimes you have to take care of some maintenance every, you know, three to 6,000 miles. All good. Yeah, that's exactly what Deb wanted to hear. All right. So. <laughs> well, I said that. I, I, yeah, I she said, had her oil change. Huh? <laughs> right. So Deb's like, she, he just compared me to a Toyota. <laughs> change her air filter. Is she good? <laughs> My goodness. <Yes. laughs> yeah, well, I can get away with that since she doesn't listen to the show. So. Okay. Well, unfortunately for you, I have a note here. Today's the first time. No. <laughs> <laughs> because she's in the hospital <laughs> well, she's, so you had, she's home she's good she's home right oh, now okay yeah, yeah we'll get everything yeah. all fixed up on monday deb hang in there we're all thinking of you very very much very special yep thank you uh, thank you all right welcome home uh, kevo welcome home how are you sean we're good we're good i got a new listener Dave Kostick from Esteem Manufacturing in South Windsor, Connecticut, and his crew. Love it. Dave is famous for one big thing. Well, two things. He's got a tremendous company, and I don't know, I'm going to pick a number. 20 years ago, he won America's Funniest Videos with Bob Saget. Huh. His, how, about, how about that? His daughter was the one, if anybody remembers, who had uh, bubbles. And she sucked in a bubble. I remember. And, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And she said bubble, and the bubble came popping out, and that's Dave's daughter. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very cool. Wow. So they won the they won the hundred grand that year, huh? Yeah. Very Whatever neat. it was back yeah. then. Yeah. That's really cool. So, Small yeah. world. Yes. Wow. So he's he listened last week, and he said he'd be listening this week. So hi, Dave. Hey, Dave. 
<laughs> Your wow. parts aren't ready yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> I feel like we have more listeners in Connecticut than we do in the Valley. I know. Should we be concerned with that? <laughs> I, need to th- I need to think about this. They're all eating moment. pickles. <laughs> as long as they're from one place. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, brewers send the pickles out. Brewers all I care about. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So last uh, week for the pick. Uh, the nice. brothers, the brothers Jones went three and three. Uh, I went four and two. Kevin still holds down the lead after three weeks with a record of fifteen and eight. I'm thirteen and ten, and Stefano twelve and eleven. So this game stinks. <laughs> hey, I won fifty I could, I could, bucks in my other pool. I could have sworn you said that this time last year, didn't you? <laughs> this, game, yeah. this game stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Starts making up excuses as he goes. I gotta find out what the guard for USC. Does uh, what he eats for lunch every day. I don't have time for this stuff. My, my knee hurts. <laughs> my knee hurts. I got a sore throat. I lost my pen. I have a. T- I feel like a twinge in my hamstring. <laughs> I read the wrong week. <laughs> well, it's funny you bring up Southern Cal. So yeah, we do have a great matchup in college football tonight at uh, ten thirty. So, so why don't we lead off with that? We got we got three college, three pro. So we'll start with the. Uh, College guys first. Five versus 16 tonight. You got Southern Cal at Washington State. All right, who goes first here? Steve, did am he, I, am did I he, still did going he, first? Did, did, did I'm he, still going first. Did he bring the notebook? Did you bring the he notebook? He brought the notebook. Did he? <laughs> he's, got, he's got the notebook. Yeah. I got my stuff. I take uh, it serious. All right. Sam Darnold, obviously, when I watched him in the Rose Bowl, looked like the first overall pick in the 2018 draft. A marvelous performance. He has not been quite the same quarterback this year, and I think there are a couple of factors. The offensive line. Offensive line is one because they had two uh, guys on the offensive line that were pros, and not having a reliable guy, Juju Smith-Schuster, has not helped him, who's now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Washington State's playing at home. Luke Falk is a very good quarterback. I mean, he's not Darnold. Darnold will have the NFL career. Falk, I think, will be somebody who will get to the NFL, and then we'll see what happens with him. But you know what? I'm going to roll it tonight with Washington State at home. I, I, I like Luke Falk. I think he's a good quarterback. Cougs. I'm taking the Cougs, too. I'm taking USC. I think USC is going to step it up. Each week, the offensive line gets a little bit better. When they do, look out. And I... I got USC. All right. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, we've got Iowa at Michigan State. All right. Tough game here. Uh, Michigan State's coming off a really mediocre performance against Notre Dame. But you know what? I feel like Iowa against Penn State gave I'm, I'm talking that's their A game. They gave it everything they could. And here's Iowa's problem going into this game. It's not their offense. The problem going into their game is their defense. Remember, in a lot of heat, Penn State ran 99 plays against them and wore them down. Just like Clemson wore down Alabama, Penn State wore down Iowa. It's a road game. My tendency would be to pick Iowa, but because of the circumstance, I'm going to pick Michigan State. 
I'm going to go Michigan State, too, just not because of Iowa's performance in the 99 plays from last week. I just figure, you know, Michigan State, you know, they can only stay that low for so long. I would think now that that, that back, that the bounce back should be starting to happen now, you'd think, right? Okay. They run the ball well, but last week, Sean, they did not play well at all against Notre Dame. At home. At home, no less, did not play well against Notre Dame. Uh, this is not a bounce-back game. I think fatigue enters into this game with the Michigan State running attack against an Iowa defense that not only did they go 99 plays, but they lost. I mean, I think there's a couple There's a couple factors here. On a neutral field without the Penn State game, I pick Iowa, no question. I think Penn State's tremendous. Iowa kept them out of the end zone, and I'm one who does not believe 18, 19, 20, and 21-year-olds get tired. I think they've got – I don't think they got burned out last week at all. I was impressed with Iowa with the bend, not break defense, and their offense started to come around the second half against a very good Penn State defense. So I got Iowa. What Josie Jewell end up with, Steve, some like 16 tackles? 16 tackles in the game. He's very uh, good. He's a very good player. He's probably, I would say, a fourth or fifth round pick. But still, he plays. He's a heart and soul kind of guy. All right, prime time tomorrow night. We've got Clemson and Virginia Tech. Hmm. I really like Clemson. Uh, defense is great. I think that that's the difference. And Clemson is so battle-tested at this point. Going into Blacksburg will mean nothing to them. Well, and I know you're not really impressed with Virginia Tech all that much. At least you haven't been. No, I, th- I think Justin Fuente's done a really good job with them. Just Clemson's just a better team, better program. Clem- Clemson for me, too. Yeah, I agree 100%. Clemson's a very good team. Uh, Virginia Tech's a very good team. Just Clemson is better. That's all. All right, pros for Sunday. National Football League, we got Tennessee and the Houston Texans. Got a divisional matchup there. Don't like going against Bill O'Brien. That's not my way to do things, but Tennessee, I think, is a better player. They've got the better quarterback easily. Well, me as well. It's like I'm I'm rolling with Tennessee until they drop one or two. I am taking the national champion quarterback. I watched the game last week. Yeah. He was tremendous. Yeah, against uh, New England. He was really yeah, they, he gave New England everything they wanted. Um, I saw the Houston game, too. I mean, uh, the Titan game. And Mariota's tremendous, but I like that Texan defense. Uh, Mm -hmm. Texans lost because of Tom Brady, not because of any other reason. Tom Brady's that good. I got... I got the Texans. Plus, they missed an interception late, too, in the, at the end of the game. That gave Brady that extra chance to yeah. win the game, too. You can't do that yeah. against Tom Brady. No way. Right. No. Uh, exactly. And that's the kind of drop-in you would not expect from the suit. Well done, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Always here. Well, no, I'm glad you brought up Deshaun Watson, uh, Kevin, just for the fact that uh, that was cool what he did this week. He gave, Absolutely. He, his game check, he donated his game check to uh, three uh, was it cafeteria workers I believe at, it was at, at, the at, at the stadium. Yeah, yeah. and that's uh, NRG Stadium. They lost yeah. all their stuff in the hurricane, and said, "What a what a great uh, gesture on his part." Oh, see, that's you know that's what you want to see out of your professional athlete. 
I'd it's like almost to see him stand for the national anthem too. Well, that's the thing. We heard all of that about the anthem and standing and kneeling. They needed that. And, you know, that was great. To that that story's not getting enough run, in my opinion, yeah. the last day or two. So yeah, wanted to bring wanted to bring that up. And the backstory yeah, behind good. that is Warwick Dunn when for during his foundation when he was still playing he. Yeah. He gave money to Deshaun Watson's family when they needed it. I think it was during the, uh, I think it was during Hurricane Katrina, if I'm not mistaken, or some natural disaster I, that sounds, happened. They were affected. Wild. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. it was it was more him returning the returning the favor, knowing what Warwick Dunn did to him, and they had him on ESPN. Warwick Warwick Dunn was really happy to see that. But either way, yeah, paying it forward, paying it forward. Yeah, love it. I love that thought. Yeah. I love that thought process. That's All right, one hundred point nine, the Valley on Sunday. Countdown to kickoff at eleven a.m. He'll tee it up at one with Hillgrove, Ilkin, and Wolfley Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> well, first of all, the Steelers will win the game. Make uh, this this let's go to London and come back thing is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, at least for Baltimore, it's on the East Coast. But you know, if you remember when I had Paul Puzlesny on the show, I said, "Hey, you've had to do this year after year after year. The Jags play in London every year." And he started snickering because he knows the recovery is not that easy to constantly. You got to go over there. You got to come back right away. And believe me, after doing the Ireland trip, I know what they mean. Of course, I'm 102 years old, but still. <laughs> hey, just like you, when uh, you know Dallas and the Giants played, no way, shape, or form you're going to take the Cowboys. Well, hey, this is Steelers Ravens. Ain't no way, shape, or form I'm taking the Ravens. It'll be oh, no. Okay. I'll yes. I, I'll go 0 and 2 to start the year by picking the Giants. But I'm sorry, every five. My body will not do, will not pick the Cowboys. You had a big Giants. Raven fan. This is well, my no, no. He's a Steeler fan. This is this is no, my, I know. This is my week where the where my true colors come out. Black and gold Steelers are right here. Yep. Man, I had to work last Sunday, and I had a great opportunity to listen to the Raven game Jaguar on the radio. And the Ravens stink. They were never in the game from the kickoff. The Steelers are pissed off because of everything that's gone on this week. I think the Steelers are going to shut them out. Well, how many players... I'll, you, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Flacco's not playing well. How many no. players do they have on IR? Close to 20 guys? Something like that? <laughs> Some insane high number? I think it was 17 right before the season started. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Deb's gutting it out. I mean, so I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean come on. <laughs> Ray Lewis is suiting up this week. Yeah, right. All right, so we have Oakland and Denver in the 425 oh. window on Sunday. Let's see. Which person here defiantly said that the Raiders, look at them, they're going to go into Washington? Well, that idiot should be fired. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Who was that? Huh? That's, Who was that? That's me. I said it. <laughs> oh, I said they were the best team in the league. No, but I'm I said the... the Cowboys were the best league team the week I, before. I, I, I was on this big Raider roll yeah. last week. All right, we're going to give it one more try <laughs> at Denver and pick the Raiders to win. Yeah, but at one point in the third quarter, Oakland only had 71 yards total offense. I mean, who, they were horrible. Who saw that? Co- but who saw that coming, though? Nobody. You know, nobody. But that's nobody, still a good Redskin defense, no, no, though. That's a good pass rush they got. Coming. I mean, at one point, John Gruden left in the third quarter when the Raiders had the ball. <laughs> he went out to get something, get a get a beverage. Well, so there's one person that should know should know this. 
is Matt because earlier this year, Matt's been writing for ProFootballSpot.com, and you focused strictly on the Redskins. I did to start before I switched to the Eagles, yeah. So I, I did about a couple months doing the Redskins, yeah. yeah. And I, I did like that pass rush. That was probably going to be the, the strength Throw them right there. So um, I, I, I like Brian Kerrigan. Um, I know, and they did that too without Mason Foster in that game too. They had a couple injuries. No Jordan Reed in that game either. Plus they didn't have Ryan Kelly. Um, yeah, so the Redskins got some pieces. It's just they haven't be really been able to put it together. No vertical passing game this year either for them really. They, I know they got Josh, Josh Doxson finally involved last week. But. Yeah, th this beats the old days of the suit where every single pick we made was Jerome Bettis is really good. Mm -hmm. All right, come on. I mean, <laughs> Okay, now you follow that up with his uh, yards per attempt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, 3.9. Three, oh, 3. Yeah, he's, he's Canton. He's in the Hall of Fame. 3.9 3. yards a carry, you get cut. <laughs> yeah, but he's in Canton. <laughs> yeah. When I go to that Steeler-Packer game on the 26th of November, he's being honored with Jack that night. That's right. They're so. in a, yep, they unveiled the first 27 players in the uh, new Hall of Honor. That's going to be yeah, awesome. So is yeah. so Kevin Green. I'm like, I said, Kevin Green? But if you're in the Hall of Fame, they had to put you in the first group. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to take the Raiders, too, for Sunday. I got a feeling that the Raiders are one of those teams that are this year are great at home and not so good on the road after what I saw last week. So, I, you know, this is a tough game because they both had big wins and both fell on their face. So I'm going to go with the home team, the Broncos. All righty. So that that does it, huh? That's it. That's our big six. So now you're going to go home and you're going to wait on her hand and foot. No, I'll be going to light a candle. Uh, well, no, I'll be here tonight. I'll be uh, I'll be over on Eagle Run 107 running the seals tonight. So in other words, the doctor said go home and get some rest. And at that point, she said, well, if Sean could go to work. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, pretty much in a, we're pretty much in a holding pattern until Monday morning. She said, okay, this is what I need from the store. So I took care of that this afternoon while Matt was taking care of the show, and I appreciate him doing that. So You got it, thanks, bud, any time. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. So. You did a great job, too. Uh, tomorrow at the stadium, Jack Cam will be the honorary captain, and he will be honored as uh, part of uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. In fact, I'm going to a quick event here about a half hour from now at Pagula for Jack with the uh, Penn State Football Letterman's Club. Uh, then Fran Fisher is also going to be honored at the stadium tomorrow as well. And his sons, Jeff and Jerry, will be on the field to accept that honor tomorrow. So that's what's coming up. Tomorrow it's Indiana, Beaver Stadium. Quick wrap-up in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet on Reagan Street in Sunbury on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applications 
applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 